can have a seat, but kids, I want you up here. I don't want to have to look at the grown-ups. Come on, kiddos, get up here. Come on. If you have a Bible, bring it. Let's go, let's go. Everybody up here, moms, if your kid won't come without you, you can come. And all my amazing teenage student workers, I would love to have you up here helping them look up their verses, helping them not touch each other. Connor Raver, get up here right now. Avery, come on, Avery. I will call you out. I have no shame. All right. My teenagers, you just get mingled in with all these beautiful faces, okay, so you can be helpful. We're all going to open up in the Bible to the book of Luke. Now, if you don't have one, I brought a bunch up here for you. My friend Hannah helped bring all these, so pass them back if you need a Bible. And parents, we're all opening up to Luke. Chapter 10, really good story in the Bible today. Here you go. There you go. Who needs a Bible? You guys need one over there? There you go. So, parents, we are excited to be a part of your crowd today because it is super important for our kids to see some of our traditions. And we want to ease them into this and help them see how it's done. And we also want to be loving and accepting towards them as they try to be grown up. Anybody else need one? Luke 10. Here you go, Jovi. Yes. Now, Luke is towards the back. I know it's confusing. We take a lot of time in our classes, parents, to find the books of the Bible because this is the age-appropriate time to do it, and they need the practice. So, Luke, and then you're going to go to the one that has the big 10. It'll be at the top of the page. Luke 10. And then you're going to find verse 38. So there's 10, and then you go down to the little number, and the little number is going to say 38. There it is. You see it? Good job. Are my teenagers helping? Good. Good. Very good. So we want them to practice this as much as possible, and it doesn't bother us that it takes time in class because it's super important. Bibles are very special. Why is a Bible special? Because it's the Word of God, Eli. That's right. Amen. That's right. It's the Word of God. And he gave it to us, and it's super special. And even in our tiny, tiny classes where we have our two-year-olds and our one-year-olds, when we pull it out, we're like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Very special. Okay, friends, so who's got verse 38? 10, 38. You got it, Dane? Okay. Kristen, will you grab me that microphone? We're going to read verse 10, 38 out of Luke. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Jones, one of our fabulous high school workers. I mean, not high school, elementary. Don't even think about high school. Dane, I want you to read that verse out loud to everyone, okay? Everyone listen up. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered the village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Very good. Okay, so at this point, Jesus is now traveling around, and he's got a lot of people following him, okay? Now, we know he has his disciples, right, 12, but then he has this other group of people that are following him now. There's 72 of them. So when Jesus comes into town, people know about it, 
And then if like you're at the fountain or maybe you're at the market and you see this big crowd come into town, well, you probably might join it, right? What's going on over there? Is that, is that so-and-so from One Direction? I don't know any of their names. You want to find out who it is, right? So you're going to join that crowd. So wherever Jesus is going, he's got this big crowd following him, okay? Crowds are loud. Crowds are big. So Martha invites Jesus into her house, all right? Now, Jesus is worth following, and that's why all these people are following him. What do you think it means to be worthy? Can you guys say Jesus is worthy? Very good. Now, when, what do you think worthy means? Anybody? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think, Joby? Wise? Well, that's a good guess. What do you think, Dane? The best for that thing? That's another good guess. Worthy means that it has value. It's worth your time. And it's worth your attention. And it's worth your respect. Respect means, everyone look at me. Respect means when you look at it, you go, that's when you know something's worthy or worth your respect. Okay, so say, Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Come here, handsome. Come here. Come here. Come here. What's your name? Paxton. Paxton? Do you know that Jesus is worthy? Can you say it? Can you say it to Miss Kristen? Say, Jesus is worthy. I'm going to sit you right here with me. Right there, because i got something special I want you to learn today. So kids, Jesus is so worthy that he's coming towards Martha's house because she has invited him to be there. So I want you to picture that I'm Martha, okay? Oh my goodness, Jesus is coming over, and I can't wait because I have so much that I want to learn from him, and I'm super, super excited. And I put out a special table for him, and I just can't wait for him to come over because he always has interesting things to say. It's going to be wonderful. That is not just Jesus. That's like 100 people. There's 100 people coming to my house, and I only put out a little bit of bread and some wine. Oh, I have a melon. I could cut it like a camel. I'll cut the melon up like a camel. Oh, you know what? I probably should go to the well about eight more times and get like a whole bunch more fresh water. And hand towels. I need to put hand towels in the bathroom. And what else do I need to do? Uh, oh, you know what? I'm just going to take off these hills because I'm not going to be able to move around fast enough. So, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, there's all these people coming to my house. Now, then there was Mary. Mary's the sister. Let's see in the Bible what Mary's doing when Jesus shows up. Let's go to verse 39. That's the one right below the one you just read. Riley, you want to read it? You read 1039? Find it. There you go. There's 38. And then there's 39. She had a sister. Go ahead. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the, at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. Okay. So you got Martha, who's very busy trying to cut melon to look like a camel because she saw it on Pinterest. 
and she's putting out the good hand towels in the bathroom and she's probably wiping the mirrors and she's probably in the kitchen fixing up a whole bunch more stuff. And then there's her sister Mary and Mary's like this. Can everybody do this? She's just sitting at Jesus' feet. Very good, Hector. Sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to Jesus. Now, let's see what happens next. Because here comes the big deal. Are you ready? Okay. Who's ready to read it for me? You want to read it? Okay, it's 10, third, or it's verse 10 in Luke. And it's verse 40. You got it? Look, Miss Elizabeth is helping me. Thank you, Elizabeth. But Mary was, Martha was distracted, distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me, but the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled, but many things, about many things, but one... Okay, that's good. You did good. Okay, so I'm not saying that I would have done anything differently, but Martha must have been pretty upset with Mary for not helping because Martha pushed her way through a crowd, went up to Jesus and said, excuse me, but you need to tell her to help me. Now, kids, you ever gone to your mommies and said, mom, you need to tell brother to help me clean this room? Have you ever done that? Does your, does your mom sometimes look at you and go, well, Paxton, why don't you just clean it up yourself? Well, I don't know about you, but to walk up to Jesus and tell him what to do, she must have been really upset with her sister, huh? But Jesus said, you heard a little bit of it right there. Who's got the next one? You want to read it for me? Okay, so you're going to read verse 41. We're going to see what Jesus said to Martha. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. Keep going. But few things, the Lord and Few things are needed. Go ahead. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Good job. Very good job. So, Jesus told Martha, that Mary had chosen the better thing. The better thing? What was the better thing that Mary chose? Does anybody know? What was Mary doing? What do you think, Riley? She was listening to Jesus. That's right. Now, Martha wasn't just trying to be helpful, because I think sometimes Martha, like, wasn't she doing the right thing by trying to help everybody? Wasn't she doing the nice thing by trying to make sure we had a nice clean hand towel to wash their hands on after they went to the bathroom? Wasn't that nice of her? Because she wanted to make sure that everybody had something to drink and eat. But, but wait a minute. She was anxious. The Bible says that she was anxious. That means that she was worried about it all. 
Can you do that? Can you do that? That's right. She was worried. And Jesus just wanted her to sit down and listen. Did you know that Jesus wants you to do that? That's kind of hard. Now, I'm not saying to try this, but I'm just putting it out there. If you're supposed to be cleaning your room and your mom walks in and you're reading your Bible, probably not going to get in trouble that second. (laughs) Maybe in five minutes. But, guys, look. Jesus wants a friendship with us so much that he wants us to just sit and listen. And sometimes good things get in the way. Now, grown-ups do this all the time. We want to be helpful, and we want to do something nice for you. And so we go out of our way, and we get so busy that we don't have time to stop and pray. We don't have time to stop and do our Bible study that we're supposed to do, because even grown-ups are supposed to do that. And Jesus told Martha, no, 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 no. Put down the melon carving knife and just sit and learn from me. That's what he wants. Now, Jesus is worthy of our time. You know what else he's worthy of? He's worthy of us remembering him. Today, we're going to do something very interesting. Everyone look up here. There are these cups with juice in them, and there are these crackers. Now, when Jesus was having a very special dinner with his disciples, it was called the Passover, okay? And at the Passover meal, they always remembered, you see this, Caden? Come up here, Caden. Come up here. Come up here, Paxton. Just the two of them. You have to wait your turn. Come on. Stand up. So at the Passover meal, they would take a piece of bread, and they would usually break it, and they would remember how they had to leave really, really fast so they didn't have time for this bread to rise, okay? They, um, there was this very special time when God saved. you say hi? Say hi. When God saved all of the Jewish little boys. So they would have this very special prayer, and they would say all these special things, and they would even sing things that they did every year at the Passover meal. But this time... Jesus picked up this special piece of bread, and he broke it. Can you break it for me, Praxton? Very good. Very good. You want to try it? You were so gentle. There you go. So good contrast here. So what I want you guys to notice is that when this time when Jesus broke the bread, he said, that's my body. Is that confusing? It is a little confusing, isn't it? You boys can go sit down real quick. You see, kids, Jesus was telling them that his body was going to be broken for them because he knew he was going to go die on the cross soon, all right? And that's a little confusing. We don't really understand that. But he was telling them that when they celebrated that special Passover meal, he wanted them to remember his body breaking. And then he had that cup of wine, and he said, this is going to be my blood, Caden. I love you. Be my hero and don't touch that. So he told them this was going to be his blood and it was going to be poured out for him. And that was also a little bit interesting because they'd never heard anybody say that at that special meal that they had every year. I know, right? What? So here's the thing, kids. It wasn't really his body and it wasn't really his blood. It was a picture. It was a symbol. And we're supposed to remember him with our church family 
in this way. Now, your parents know whether or not you are supposed to be remembering him in this way yet because you're supposed to have a friendship with God started and maybe you've gotten baptized or not. But your parents are going to talk to you in just a minute about what this means and whether or not you're going to do it today, okay? Because we're all going to do it. So Jesus is worthy of being first. Can you guys say that? Jesus is worthy of being first. Jesus is worthy of being remembered. That's right. So we're going to do that in just a second. But you know what else, kids? He's also, also worth, worth us adoring him. Do you know what adoring means? It means sitting and thinking about how amazing he is. Can you guys say, wow? Wow? That's right. So in a second, after we do communion, there's these interesting tables at the back that we haven't seen before. And they have pieces of fabric on them. And with your church family, you're going to write down something that you love about God. Something that you love about God. You're going to write down maybe that it's how he forgives you or that you know he always loves you or that he gave you amazing parents. Okay? And then you're going to tie it on a rope. And the rope is sitting at the foot of the cross. We're all waiting to see if this table goes over, aren't we? Caden, you can sit right here, buddy. Thank you. I love you and you're my hero. And I know you're going to choose good. So, guys, we're going to get to celebrate communion together or watch our mom and dad do it as we learn what it's about, okay? And then we're going to go to the back and we're going to remember him and we're going to worship him, okay? You're just going to write on that piece of fabric. You're going to tie it on the rope, as, and it's at the foot of the cross, so you actually have to kneel down to do it. That's another picture that we're sitting at Jesus' feet, okay? And we're going to get to see our parents do that with us, and that's pretty special. So kids, today I want you to remember that Jesus is worthy. Somebody tell me what he's worthy of. He's worthy of your what? Worthy of your what? Your what? Your whole heart? What else? What, Charlie? He's worthy of your time. He's worthy of what? Your life? What? You were going to say that too? That's a good one. What do you think he's worthy of? Yeah, he does keep us healthy, doesn't it? And he's worthy of our thanks for that, isn't he? Yes, we should always tell him thanks for that. Yes, Jovi. Yeah, he blesses us, doesn't he? And we should thank him for that. Yes. He's worthy of our soul. Do you know how to start a friendship with God? If you've never done that, you can go back with your parents today and you can tell them that you want to start a friendship. And you thank Jesus for paying the cost of all the things you've ever done wrong. Whoa, that's awesome. Okay, friends, so here's what we're going to do in just a second. We're going to go back to our parents and we're going to watch this communion or take part in it. They're going to tell you. But right now we're going to pray. So everybody, everybody's going to focus on God for just a second. And put your hands together and close your eyes. You don't have to bow your head. You just want to focus on God only, okay? And if you want to, you can say this out loud after me. Dear God, thank you for loving me. Thank you that you are worthy of my time, of my respect, and of my love. 
Thank you that you gave me your son so I can talk to you. Amen. Okay, guys, you're going to go find your parents. Now, parents, I want us to teach kids part of the practice of communion. That we're supposed to spend time talking to God before we take it. Maybe we've done something that we need to ask our kids forgiveness for. I had to do that this morning because I knew I couldn't take communion before I apologized for my bad temper yesterday. And maybe there's something, kids, that you need to apologize for. And you can spend time praying together with your family to do that. We also spend time thanking God before we take communion. So after you've spent a little time, whether you're here by yourself in this one community that we are, your church family, or whether you're here with a big group, please take a minute and spend some time praying together. And then if it's right for your child and you want them to take communion, they are welcome to. You'll exit out to the right, you'll come up here, and then you'll go to the back as a family. There are stations on each side. You'll hold that piece of fabric really tight, and you'll write down what you want to thank God for and tie it on the rope at the foot of the cross as you sit at Jesus' feet. And then we'll celebrate with some more music.